0: Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Christopher H. Bilbrey. You're listening to the 111th episode of Perception is Reality. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode, and we'll be getting underway just momentarily. Thank you.
1: You had the postal service, you had the telephone wire, and there were passenger pigeons to take your up higher, and there were walkie talkies, fiber optic and there were infinite channels between you and me. It don't matter, pretty baby, it wasn't no.
0: To share the show with everyone you know, of course, we can be found on all major podcast hosting sites as well as the home link at perception.fireside.fm. The easiest way to find us, however, is by simply Googling Bilbrey Podcast. That's B I L B R E Y podcast. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bilbury 318. There, the conversation. Always continues. I'll be right back with you with episode 111 right after this.
1: Could hire a man to swim across the sea and plant a little kiss on your cheek for me. Could write you a letter. I saw my teeth and put it in the belly of a great submarine
0: Section is reality, is with, with is your host, Christopher, Christopher H. Bilberry Thanks for joining me for this 111th episode of the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That was the acoustic original called Morris Code by a couple of my friends, Rena Del Cid and Josh Turner. What a wonderful, wonderful piece of music. Hope you're doing well. I'm recording this a little late because I have been covering a lot of different Goings-on from a lot of different angles uh, in a lot of different counties here in the last couple weeks. Of course, I am still on the mend from when I was in the hospital back at the uh, mid-part of June, so that's going well. No surgery yet yet. Uh, Knock on wood. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I don't have to have surgery. Sounds like something I will probably be doing in the fall. Let's hope not. Let's hope everything's okay. And I don't have to deal with that again. But I'm on the mend and doing well. Just really been burning the candle at both ends. And I just got back from a chicken committee meeting in Muncie, Indiana. A lot's going on with that, but I'm not going to do a whole bunch with that until the council meeting comes where we actually have a vote, and we'll talk about a little bit of that. Of course, if you've been following along with the live videos on Facebook, you know I've been... Seeing what's been going on in Madison County, I've been getting a little bit involved over there. And of course, some information has recently kicked back up, reference Union City, which is in Randolph County, Indiana. And so uh, it's getting ready to pick up and be busy. We're kind of in the off season right now. It's it's summertime. It's beautiful outside. We've had some wonderful weather for the last good little bit. So it's kinda just chill around here. The last episode I did with my niece, that was a blast. I wanna thank all All of you that listened to that, all of you that shared it and helped spread the word for that, she loved to see the numbers go up every day. I would show her how many new downloads or how many listens that the episode had received, and uh, she she really loved that. So I want to thank each and every one of you that listened to that. If you haven't listened to it, please... Take some time. Go back and listen to it. It's only like 20 some minutes long. So it's it's a pretty easy easy listen, and it's 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 cute. It's me talking to an eight year old and hearing some of the funny things that the eight year old had to say. Uh, I'll be honest, there were only two things that I had her say. You'll clearly be able to find those. One of them talked about me being arrested, and uh, the other thing I had her say was that I got my political prowess from her. Uh, everything else she says in that episode uh, it came from her brain, came from me hitting record, and then her and I just talking, and uh, sometimes I would edit out some of the weirdness but, for the most part, I kept in what she said and and it was uh it was a really good time. I've had a couple people say that I need to interview some children about politics uh, and maybe not eight years old, but maybe I could talk to some ten year olds twelve year olds get their kind of impression on what's going on and what they think that might be like a an interesting little episode, kind of a kids say the darndest thing uh type of approach. All right, so um, what's going on? Uh, I kicked this episode off, I know, with like a sad song. Don't get it twisted. Don't look for any clues into that. That doesn't mean everything. Everything's going well in my life. Uh, Everything's going good in the love life section uh, of of my uh, existence. And so I just liked that song. It was kind of a mellow song and... It, uh I, I thought you know what we'll we'll see if we can use that and we were able to and so that's what that was but my love life let's uh, let's check in there because I've had a lot of people been asking and I know that a lot of people are getting kind of impatient with uh, the whole secrecy deal and and uh, so I'm going to talk about that just a little bit. I'm going to talk about how things are going. I'm going to talk about the ups and uh, a few of the downs, and it'll, it'll be what it is. So uh, I've now been seeing Nikki for... Uh, we're coming up on two months. Uh, it's coming up on two months. Uh, honestly, it seems like it's been six months or eight months. Um, I think we're in the new post-COVID time frame where time seems as though it's slowed down? Has that happened to anybody else? Before COVID-19, man, time was flying. I mean, things were going at warp speed. I was really starting to get worried. You know, has anybody ever watched that thing where it says, you know, when you're one year old, one year is the entire existence of your life so it seems forever and when you're two years old one year is exactly half of your time frame so time goes really slow and you know when you're six and seven your summers seem like they just last forever because to a five-year-old a three four-month window of time is forever but when you're 40, man, three months, phew, that goes by like that. And I'll be honest, like, I was kind of having out-of-body uh, moments where I was standing back and realizing how fast time was going by. You know, I never really thought about that. I never really examined that, and I never really thought about how fast Time went until after I lost my father, and when when my father passed away on June fourteenth, twenty sixteen, and we buried him on the twenty second of June. Uh, I started kind of taking stock in my life. I you know I think that happens. I don't I don't know how old you have to be to realize. Uh, you know, I've always kind of dealt with mortality. It's just kind of how I've been. I've had a strange relationship with death, and so you know, I've I've always known you know that death is lurking. But um, you know, uh, I'm a believer, so that that's that. I, I will say, even even Christians, I would say, don't want to die. Uh, you know, they they might say they're ready, and they might say they're good, but they they still have things that they want to do. I'm I'm certain of that, and and I'm very much very much that way. Uh, but I can say that I never really paid attention to how fast time was moving, or how old I seemed to be getting, until my dad passed, and then when my dad passed, and I started taking a look at like where I was in life and what was happening I thought holy shit I'm you know I'm I'm 35 I'm 36 where did that time go I was standing on my grandmother's porch on my birthday that next month my birthday is July 26th so it's coming up but July 26th 2016 I was standing on my grandmother's porch my father's mother And we were talking, and I said, you know, I'm almost 40. Which means I've been here for 40 years. 40 years. You know, sometimes when I'm just blowing through life, and let me ask you this, and this is kind of all over the place, and we'll get back on track, but you know, sometimes when you get in the car, at your house, and you're driving to work. Say you work 35 minutes away, or, or you're driving to your family's house, or you're driving to Indianapolis, and you're listening to the music, and it's someplace you've been um, 100,000 billion times, so you don't really have to think about it. You know how kind of the automatic control takes over, and sometimes you get to your destination, and you're like, wait a minute, how did I get here? I don't even remember, I don't remember the drive. That happens to us all, you know, from time to time. And I think that's how life is, you know. When you're 18, when you're 12, you don't think about one day being 40. You know, that whole cliche, oh, old people, yada, yada, yada. I've never really looked at it that way because I had a young family. My parents were in their 20s when they had me, early 20s. My grandparents were in their 40s. So, I still look at my mother like she's 45 years old. Well, of course she's not 45 years old. She's almost hell, 60. She'll be she'll be 60 next year. And my my father was 56 when he died. My father would have been 60 this year. My stepfather's 61. So, they're, you know, not old, but they're they're starting to get up there. My grandparents are in their 80s. I have, I have one grandmother who passed away at 76, and that was also in 2016. So, you know, she would be 80 this year. And I, I don't look at those people like that. I look at them as though they're the same age that they were when I was an 18-year-old. And the reason I look at them like that is because myself i still feel like i'm 20 years old a majority of the time do do any of you feel like that for my peers that are listening to this for for the people who are in the age group of let's say 35 to 45 you know how many of you out there still feel like you're 20 years old a majority of the time. Now, there are times I get out of bed and my back hurts. There are times I I stay up all night and do, do some recording and editing or I've got something going on and then the next day I'm dragging and I've got dark circles under my eyes and I'm like, God, I feel like I'm nearly 40. Yeah, I mean, there are those times, of course. But... For the most part, you know, I still feel young. I still feel like my family's young. I feel like all that's happening. But that's not true. That's not true. I mean, I've lost, I've lost a lot of my family to death. For a very long time, we were lucky. For a very long time. And then just boom, boom, boom. And so now, I'm sitting here with like, you know, half my family gone. Half my family still here. Uh, I'm nearly 40. I'm in this new relationship. And like all the rest of you, COVID-19 happened and it slowed everything down. That's one thing I'm so thankful for because last year at the end of 2019, man, I felt like I was going to blink and be 60. I would actively stop and tell myself, dude, you need to slow it down because you're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to be 54 years old. And you're going to say, where did that last, you know, 20 some years ago? Last 15 years ago? So I would actively tell myself to slow down and to realize, you know, I, I, st- there was a period of time where I was sleeping really late. When I first stopped working at the car dealership, I was staying in bed until twelve thirty, one 1 p.m., 2 p.m. every day. Now, I would then wake up and stay awake until 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. But then I was sleeping, and I woke up one day, and I thought, holy shit, you're sleeping your life away. So, I immediately... Made myself get up the next day at like six thirty in the morning, and then I stayed up till like four o'clock the next day, and I slept for two hours, and then I woke up at six o'clock in the morning, and I I've been doing that for a while, and people talk to me all the time, they'll they'll message me on social media, or they'll call and they'll say, when do you ever sleep? And for the longest time, meaning the last about 4 or 5 months, I've been like, "Oh, I don't ever sleep because I don't want to I don't want to miss anything. I want to take it all in. I want to do as much as I can, you know, because I'm living with the th- the the thing in the back of my mind, the memory that my dad died at 56. You know, nobody's promised tomorrow. Um, you know, I'm I'm trying to take stock of my health now. I'm trying to cut down on my weight and and eat healthier and be healthier and live health healthier so that I'm here well into my 80s and 90s like my grandparents and and family before them. But nobody knows, man. And so I want to enjoy it all. Now, I know there are people who say, well, if you don't sleep, that's not healthy. And that's what I'm getting ready to talk about. When COVID hit and everything just kind of stopped, it was like a reset. If there's one good thing I can say, it was that COVID was like a reset for everything. For everybody across the board. Now, what you choose to do with it is what you do with it. But for me, I said, you know, I'm eating healthy. I'm walking. I'm trying to do what I can to cut down on weight and to live a better lifestyle. I'm going to start sleeping better. I'm going to start waking up early and living my day and then sleeping at nighttime. That's what normal people should do. But then I noticed that, man, the days are dragging, which I am happy with, man. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. I don't know what changed. I don't know if it's a psychological issue. It has to be because the daytime is still the same amount of time. Nothing changed there. But for for once, in probably the last five or six years, I can say that, Time is dragging, and I, for one, am using as much of that as possible. So, Nikki and I started seeing each other, started talking. Uh, May 3rd. May 3rd, which, let me tell you, is another bizarre thing. May 3rd happens to be the day that I decided really hardcore to start walking. I had been walking a little bit before that. But May 3rd, in the morning time, I thought, you know what? I'm going to start pounding out some serious mileage. May the 3rd, later that evening, is when Nikki and I talked for the first time on social media. For the first time again, keep in mind, we had talked 10 or 11 years ago. So, we reconnected and since then, of course, I've been more in a push to, to look better and to feel better and to live better. And everything's been going amazing with Nikki. Um, We've been seeing each other. Of course, you know, there's a lot of you out there that I said I was going to take it slow. I'm gonna take it slow. And we're just going to be friends. And then we might see each other and go out to eat. And, you know, in six months, maybe we'll start dating. In nine months, maybe we'll be exclusive. You know, in a year or two from now, we might talk about moving in. Uh, you know, in a couple of years down the road, getting married. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, went right out the window. So... We've been talking since May 3rd. I think we started seeing each other about every day from about the end of May. I know we've seen each other pretty much almost every day since the election day, June 2nd. June 3rd was our quote-unquote ridiculous to even say one-month anniversary and things have really been going well there. We've we've gotten to the point where, and, and some people may laugh at this, but we say, I love you to each other. Uh, I feel as though I love her. I, I have a connection to her that I can tell you I honestly didn't feel as though I had with number one or number two two months into the relationship. And um, so... That's happening. And I just feel really happy when we're together. Now, because of what I do here at the podcast, mostly when I talk about politics, and because of what she does, and because of some factors there, It has been important for us to keep her identity secret. And that's hard because with my podcast, I want to talk about everything that happens in my life. I want to give you guys an inside seat to what goes on here. So that when we talk about the politics and we talk about my thoughts and my feelings on this and on that you can have as much information about me to know what helps shape my thoughts, my feelings, so that you know what my desires are, so that you know where I'm coming from in life, so that there's a little bit more trust there because you know who I am, and whether you agree with what I say or not, you understand that what I say and what I do comes from a place of love and respect for for anybody who will take the love and respect, and it comes from a serious, serious love of politics, love of my community, love of my region, love of the state, and, and a massive love of the United States of America. And so because of that, I want to give you guys an inside look. But because of factors that are out of my control, we have found the need to be cautious. Now, I'm hoping very soon we will be able to come clean come out let everybody know hey this is who it is because i'm going to i'm going to say it right here there are folks out here locally who have met her some of you <laughs> have met her as nikki and some of you have met her as the real person now everyone who has met her as her real name are people that I absolutely trust, people that I absolutely know will help protect her, protect our relationship, because they're people that I trust and people that I, I respect and believe they respect me. But, Then somebody who works for the podcast, Benito Mussolini, my marketing director, thought it would be a good idea to put up a page, hey, guess who Nikki is. And it's a joke page. I've had some, I've had some good comments about it. I've had some bad comments. You know, people think that it's just a joke or, or people think that we're doing something bad and it's not. It's, it's, it's seriously just a way to drum up publicity for the podcast so that more people listen to the podcast so that we can touch more lives and we can attempt to better government through citizen involvement. That's the goal behind all of this, is to educate, it's to entertain, and it's to inform, and hopefully change. Change some thoughts, change some hearts, change some, some ideas, and make changes for the better within our government. So the the whole Nikki thing, its I, I could just simply not talk about her and she could be who she is and that's that, but we're just having some fun here. This has to be entertaining for people to want to listen to it. And as I'm talking about nothing in this 111th episode and people probably aren't even making it this far because they're like, what the hell are you even talking about? Well... I'm here to talk to you about this, and and Nikki knows this, so I'm not saying anything out of school, but the secrecy aspect is kind of starting to wear on me a little bit. I'm to the point where I want to shout it out from the rooftops, and, and she is too, but because of a few things, we are still just keeping it quiet. I'm hoping at least by my birthday, to be able to come out and say, okay, Miss Nikki, the first lady of crazy, the first lady of political commentary, Nikki is, drum roll, and then announce who she is and go from there. But not being able to Shout it from the rooftops. It gives you that that just kind of that punch in the gut, and then I'm just it makes it it's I don't know it makes me sad. I, I it makes me you know I I want to be able to express my love in that way, and I know that she does too. But there are hopes and dreams that she has, and uh, you know I'm not wanting to to cause issue there, of course. There are little ones also in the picture. And so if for those of you, if you want to use that as a clue that you uh, can look at to find out who she might be, that's a clue you can use. Uh, that uh, <laughs> there are little ones present. and you, you know, you take that for what it is. Uh, besides that, I will give the clue that, yes, it, it is official. There's too many people who have said it. Um, she does live in Madison County. And so uh, that's, that is a factor. That's part of why I've gotten so involved. That's part of the reason why I've taken an interest. Uh, if I'm going to be spending my time in Madison County if i'm going to be connected to madison county just like muncie just like winchester just like union city just like richmond where i have friends and people who i care about i want to make sure that everything is going a-okay there so i'm involved in all those communities just like i i do at the state level just as i do on the national level I want to make sure that things are going well and that we are informed. So that's what I do here on the podcast. So there's a clue for you. There's a couple, actually. You guys can put that together. Um, and... I don't know, we'll work out some kind of a, a prize for people who were most involved, put together a prize for people who were, uh, correct on guessing who it was, if they're actually ever, if, if anybody ever guesses it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do that, but, uh, we're, we're close on that, we're close, we're close, um, you know, I, I just, uh, Man, I tell you, really my fo- my focus right now, my focus right now is on politics. We're just in the off season. We are in July. The election season doesn't really kick off until the end of August, the beginning of September. Now, the election season really in my book kicks off the week of the fair which is normally the week of my birthday. But the Delaware County Fair is canceled this year. In 2020, the Delaware County Fair is canceled. And I can tell you that has never happened. It's happening because of COVID-19. And I understand the concerns there. But that means there will not be a Democrat night at the fair, there will not be a Republican night at the fair and that will mean the unofficial kickoff to the political season won't actually happen and that's sad but right now we're kind of in the off season not a whole lot's going on yeah there's some absurd, absurd crap happening but nothing really to speak on for a whole 50 minutes. So instead, I sit here and ramble on about a fake-named woman. (laughs) She's very real, I I can promise you. And I talk to you about some of what my fans talk to me about. Have you noticed, and I don't know if anybody has noticed, that I have a pretty large grouping of local women who interact with the show and interact with me on social media people that I consider my friends they are are really close and I've, I've had a couple people oh, well I'm not gonna say it I've had a couple people say that they're called Bill Brees. B word, you know, I I don't I'm not going to call I'm not going to call these women bitches because I don't use that word towards women. I didn't come up with the name, somebody else did. But uh yeah, I I don't know why that is. I don't I don't know as far as the fan base what's made up uh the most men women. I I can tell you locally it seems like there are more women involved. There are more women involved with the podcast and there are more women involved with the live feeds. But I think at the same time, there's also a large number of women who are involved with politics. And so that's never a bad thing. I'm certainly not griping. That's amazing. I wish more women, more places would get involved. I wish more men would get involved. Anybody that's involved is fantastic in my book because it's tough. And as a political foe of mine once said, politics is not for the faint of heart. And boy, was she ever right. Now, I think that fits me perfectly, but there are so many people out there practicing and participating in politics who just don't. And won't ever understand that politics is not for the faint of heart. All right, we need to hit a quick break. You're listening to episode 111 of Perception is Reality. I am your host, Christopher H. Bilberry. We'll be right back. <laughs>
1: A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Perception. Perception is reality. Reality.
0: Perception is reality. Reality. All right, folks. Welcome back to this 111th episode of Perception is Reality. I'm your host, Christopher H. Bilberry, and uh, this is really kind of a throwaway episode. I hope you're tuning in. I hope you're listening. I hope you've stayed put. But... We're right now in a little bit of the off-season. We're in the little weird couple months between the elections. There's not a whole lot going on. We are still not back to normal. I don't know that we ever will be from COVID-19. Of course, I would like to be back to normal. I would like to go back. But one thing I can say, since we've been dealing with COVID-19, like I've been talking about is the fact that it seems like time has slowed down a little bit. It seems as though the days drag a little bit, which means if you're somebody who is taking advantage of that, you should be able to be living life to the fullest. Buddy, I am. I certainly am. These podcasts, the work that I'm doing, my family my connection with this new woman that I'm seeing, I'm trying to live a life that, God, God forbid, if something should happen to me, that people around me can say, you know what? He lived life to the fullest. And I, I, that's, I guess, the message of this podcast. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter who you have in your life, no matter where you are in your life, man, I sure hope that you're grabbing it with both hands and that you're getting the most out of it. Whether it be your partner, your kids, your job, volunteering in the community, Being politically active. Get it and do it. My dad didn't know that he was going to die at 56. Even when my dad was sick and had cancer, he thought he was going to beat it. He thought till the very end that he was going to beat cancer and he was going to live well into his 70s and 80s. Now, (laughs) you know, uh... That being said, you know, he, he, he left early. But, man, he jammed a lot into his 56 years. And so I, I surely hope that I live longer than my dad did. But, by God, I'm not going to leave here saying I have regrets. And so I was talking a little bit earlier about how the secrecy... Of the whole thing, because, because of the podcast. If I wasn't doing the podcast, yeah, Nikki and I'd be out all over the place. But that's my doing, so I man up and I, I take it, and her and I'll be out soon enough. If you are playing along at home, I have given you some clues, so hopefully you've made it this far so that you've been able to pick up on those clues. If you haven't, well, too bad, so sad. I am going to let you know here before we end the show, we do have a couple big interviews coming up. I do have an interview with a gentleman that I'm working on scheduling here probably in the next episode or two. It's a member of the gay community in East Central Indiana, and I've spoken with this man in the past, and he's talked about being interested in coming on the show and talking to everybody. Obviously, I'm not a gay man, Um, and people might have misconceptions about what my thoughts or feelings on all of that is. I'm not going to get into that right now. We'll obviously address that in the episode. Uh, But hopefully I can get him scheduled for the next episode or two. And we can get that in the can. I think what he has to say will definitely interest you. I think it will be one of my bigger episodes. So be looking for that. Episode 112, 113, something like that. Hopefully I can get him squared away. I also am working currently on getting Dr. Woody Myers on the show. Dr. Woody Myers is a Democrat who is running for governor of the state of Indiana. So hopefully we will have a date worked out on an interview with Dr. Myers here really soon, and I'll be able to get that information to you. I do have feelers out with current governor, incumbent Republican candidate, Eric Holcomb. I have not been too friendly with Eric. I'm certainly not pulling for him. However, I will give him the benefit of the doubt For an interview, I will give him the opportunity to let us know where he's coming from. And hopefully he'll take me up on that. I don't know. I'm not holding my breath, and neither should you. But if I can present that to you, I certainly will. Uh, If you have questions for the Libertarian candidate, Donald Rainwater... We are going to schedule more interviews with Donald Rainwater, the Libertarian candidate for governor. He is the candidate that I'm backing. He is who I'm pushing. I will treat the other two fairly in an interview, but it is my intention to give Donald Rainwater every bit of the opportunity here to convert any and all of you. In my last few moments, I want to talk about that. Folks, I don't care if you grew up Democrat. I don't care if you grew up Republican. I don't care what the backstory is on why your family's now Republican, but you used to be Democrat, why you're Democrat, and you used to be Republican. I don't care about any of that. I don't care about any of the weirdness that surrounds the third-party candidates. I don't care about people saying libertarians can't win. Libertarians are just Republicans who like smoking pot. Libertarians are freaks. I'll be honest, I don't care what party Donald Rainwater is. To me, it makes a difference a little bit because he's a libertarian and I understand where he's coming from and I understand what his values are. But I'll be honest, it doesn't matter what party he is. He is a choice that we as Hoosiers have to try and put Indiana back on track. What we currently have in the governor's office, uh, I'll be honest, I, I don't know what we currently have in the governor's office. We certainly do not have a conservative. We certainly don't have a Republican. We certainly don't have a good candidate, a good official to hold that position. Look at all of the ways that Eric Holcomb has hurt us as a state just in the last six months, not mentioning anything that happened before that. As far as Dr. Woody Myers, I hope he comes on the show. I'd like to hear his voice. I'm willing to bet that a lot of you couldn't pick him out of a lineup, wouldn't understand what he sounds like, because guess what? He is running a ghost campaign. I don't know what he's doing. Generally, when you run for office, you're trying to get your face, your platform, your thoughts in front of as many people as possible with your name out there everywhere. There are people that don't think that there is a race for governor. Well, let me tell you, there is. There is. And it comes down simply to to two choices. I know there are three people running, but you have two choices. You have the same as it's ever been and the same old, same old, which is Governor Holcomb and Woody Myers. They're basically the same choice. Or your second option is the possibility of a new start for the state of Indiana, and that is libertarian candidate Donald Rainwater. His episode that I just recently recorded is episode 109. Please listen to it. Listen to his first interview, which is episode 101 and give him the benefit of the doubt. If you have any questions, please get a hold of me. I will get them to him. If you have any questions of him, get them to him. We will have him on the show again, and we will bring that information to you. Thank you for listening to this very bizarre episode, episode 111. My name is Christopher H. Billbury. This is Perception is Reality, and we'll be right back after this quick break.
1: Perception, perception is reality. Reality.
0: Perception is reality. reality. All right, that's going to do it for this 111th episode of Perception Is Reality. It was basically just a free-for-all chat, just you, me, and the microphone. Be sure to share the show with everyone you know. We can be found on all major podcast hosting sites, along with the home link at perception.fireside.fm. Tell people the easiest way to find us, though, is searching Podcast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash bilberry 318 Stay active, stay involved. God bless, and I'll look forward to talking to you again real soon.
1: You've been listening to Perception is Reality
0: with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318. And on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com.
1: Or get off your butt and call the show at 765 546 9796. Till next time, remember perception, perception is, is reality. Reality.
0: This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbury, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.